tonight on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. We're going to be discussing episode 8 of Marvel's The Punisher. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And my name is Alyssa Terry. Hey, Alyssa. Hi. <laughs> I'm back. Yay! <laughs> Woo, I like it. So, episode 8 maybe crazier than episode 7 and we were pretty we were pretty uh incensed at episode 7 but episode 8 really gosh okay so full spoiler alert this is the episode where we finally get the uh, the the kind of the confrontation uh we have another great spycraft maneuver here mm-hmm. where madani convinces the bad guys, for lack of a better term of what their group's called, Anvil and Agent Orange. I don't. Did she even know who the bad guys were? At this no, point, she, she just... doesn't. She just knows someone's going after whoever they go oh, after. Right. So they <laughs> tell so them the bad guys. They found Frank, and this mm-hmm. is where the thing is going down. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that right? They're going. They're going to get Frank. I think. Yeah. So they close in to get Frank, and and they send a fake. Fake report about where they're, what they're doing and where, where they're going, and it all goes up the chain. What I loved about this episode is there's so much talk of Frank Castle in this episode, but Frank and Micro barely leave the bunker. Like, he uh, goes to the house. They're just hanging out. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and, and I loved it. I loved that there's so much character development in this episode mm-hmm. between Micro and Frank. Right. Uh, but all the while, there's this really cool spycraft going on among characters who are not the Punisher. You know, <laughs> like he is not involved in this whole plan, mm-hmm. but it's really a cool plan. And you you rooting for Madani so hard, and they pull the trick off. But still, uh, Russo gets away, and not only yeah. gets away, kills a bunch of her team, including her partner Sam. Right, and then and he kills a bunch of his team. Yeah, well, he kills well, one he of kills his team. he kills one of them, but, but he yeah. gets a lot of them killed. Yeah, oh yeah, he gets his entire team killed, mm-hmm. who are who they made a point to say are men that he hired as a third part, through a third party, basically, mm-hmm. so he doesn't even, they don't work for him. They're mm-hmm. not on his payroll, so they're not traceable back to him. Yeah. Uh, but it does seem like he knew them before, so I don't know, I, I liked that they included that detail, because it kind of made it like... A reason why Madani can't immediately tra- trace it to Anvil, mm-hmm. um, but yes, yeah, still, still, it seems like these men may have had something to do with Russo in the past. So maybe she can eventually solve this case. But uh, it looks like he's got it, got it over on her. And uh, I mean, this this whole this whole episode, I think, is is a Russo episode. It's building his villainy, yeah. Up. So it starts out with him and his mom in that yes. creepy, gross scene. Mm-hmm. Where he's, you know, sort of talking to and berating his mom for the past and yeah, at also first you can't tell. in her. Yeah, at first you can't tell if he's being sweet or manipulative and mean. Like, right. But then it becomes very, very clear at the end that the he's... Way he, and then he sticks his fingers in her mouth like she's an animal, which was... Yeah. I think my first... Well, he did say... <laughs> Like they're they're keeping your teeth clean. That's good. Yeah, but um, it almost seemed like a carrying something, a carrying someone check on if she's in a comatose state or whatever. But it seems like they're keeping her on drugs to keep her in that comatose state. Right. But all I'm saying, like, as a person who works in the healthcare field, like, right, I've that's not a that's not the way you. I don't. I've just never seen someone like hum, it's it's 
inhumane. Like the way right. that he sticks him in, it makes him look like, you know, like in dog shows, they check the teeth. Right. Like it just was like, almost like he was dehumanizing her. Yeah. From that, from that moment. Interesting. I, at that moment, I was still like, because I've seen people having their teeth not taken care of in mm-hmm. hospitals and stuff, I've seen yeah. how bad that can be. And it's yeah, like, it's gross. And, and, and so the story I was I thinking, yeah, I was thinking that <laughs> it was, I've heard some of them. Um, I was thinking that it might be like a caring son thing to do. I'm checking mm-hmm. on you, checking, make sure they're taking care of you, taking care of your teeth. Uh, you're, you're, you're like, you're not just don't have crazy saliva things happening. Um, but it, it ends up, it's pretty clear at the end that he's just, torturing her and keeping her in a comatose state mm-hmm. um for whatever reason just just to torture her maybe mm-hmm. or it's possible she knows things about him that he doesn't want out getting out so he keeps her um similar to we had the same thing with kingpin if you remember season season one of daredevil one of the ways he finally uh they finally figure out the truth about the kingpin is Karen goes out and visits his mom out mm-hmm. in a out in a nurse similar nursing home situation. Right. Um so maybe maybe that that makes me think that maybe there's something that there that like he's keeping her out there cuz maybe she knows too much about him and his sort of proclivities. Well, you know, he's even telling Madani in their scene where they're supposedly sort of confiding in each other. He right. he says that, "Oh yeah, no, I never went out and found her." Or he denies knowing her whereabouts. That's right. Which you know, and tells her some other stories about his childhood that aren't. We don't know if they're true or not, but either way, see they seem true. Right. But it's still just like he's letting her know just enough t- to like trap her in this this like relationship, mm-hmm. and not and not really being honest with her. And then we get um, the end of the episode. Speaking of Madani, she's covered in her partner's blood, who Russo killed, yeah. and Russo. <laughs> Violently is, and up close. Is, yeah, Rousseau is bathing her. Mm-hmm. And that's just so dark. It's so dark because he's the one who's causing the stress and pain and mm-hmm. breakdown and in this intimate moment. And he's using it as a way of causing more intimacy between them. Mm-hmm. It's just really gross. Yeah, that was hard to watch. So, Rousseau is a bad dude. Yeah. A real bad dude. Um, so, finally, the moment we've all been waiting for. Frank kisses Micro's wife. <laughs> Have we been waiting for been it or root- dreading it? I've been rooting for those two all this I'm time. Been, <laughs> I've been kind of dreading it. <laughs> no, I'm definitely definitely dreading it for real. But um, but it did seem like it was going to have to eventually happen, especially with her being such a wine lush as she is. <laughs> um, <laughs> she just, a woman can enjoy a couple of glasses of wine in the middle of the day. <laughs> <laughs> you know. It's just like, oh, who are you? This I, I man feel like in I'm my being house. I'm personally attacked now. <laughs> <laughs> got this man in my house. Let me have a few glasses of wine. Yeah, see, see what happens. She definitely does attempt to get Castle Day drunk. <laughs> yeah, multiple times, and he he pretty much resists the yeah. day drunkenness. Does he drink with her in this episode? I can't remember. Yeah, he does. He has a okay. glass or two. Yeah, but she keeps on of that rose. Mm-hmm. Um. So this this uh. This episode, we get a lot of development between Castle and Micro, and yeah. and he, even the him kissing his wife, him kissing Micro's wife, leads to sort of just like good, solid communication and conversation between the two of them. While Micro is getting him day drunk, <laughs> <laughs> Puncher gets drunk a lot in this episode. <laughs> Does he get drunk, or do people try to get him drunk? People are definitely trying to get him drunk, and I think he 
I think he drinks with both of them, so <laughs> maybe he gets double drunk. I thought it was a interesting um, micro looks at Castle after he wakes up and he's obviously hungover and he's like, I didn't mean any of it except for that part about Madani. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, so he, he, he thinks they need to call Madani and just, he thinks they've got enough information now that they can close the whole thing out. Right. But Punisher says they had an agreement. Right. They're going to kill everyone. Yeah, Agent <laughs> Orange is, dies. Yeah, Agent Orange dies. Not just Agent Orange, they all die. Mm-hmm. Everyone involved dies. Um, which makes you think this whole series is going to end with him just finding out there's like another 15 major people involved. Right. At this point, he's got the, the, the head, one of the heads of the CIA involved. I feel like it, it can't go much higher. Yeah. I, this is this is like pretty high up. It seems like Agent Arms has got to be at least the height of where it goes. Now, it may go elsewhere, but... I bet that a lot of other people who were involved are dead, too. Like, sure. they don't have a problem clearing up loose ends. Yeah, that's true. Obviously, Morty Bennett can tell you that. Well, he might have if he weren't dead. Boom. Um, what else happened this episode? I feel like when I watched it, I was... Because I had to watch it without you. You did. Because I irresponsibly fell asleep the first time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thanksgiving pulled us apart and you had to go watch it without me. I did. Um, so, yeah, there's, I don't think there's much else. I mean, the, the big thing is this big plan that Madani puts in place to catch Russo, not knowing it's Russo. Mm-hmm. But Russo gets away. And then we have a lot of character development between Frank, Micro, and F- Micro's wife, who I still don't know her name. And Sam dies. Yeah. Poor Sam. He thought that he was going to be a bad guy, but it turns out he's just an innocent bystander. Yeah, I, I totally called that wrong. That's okay. Um, I said I thought he might be might be in on it, but he was not. He was definitely not in on it. Or unless, you know. <laughs> I guess we can probably find out something later different, but. But, yeah, it doesn't look like it. No. But, uh, so, we also learned about Rousseau's fancy arm knives <laughs> yeah i forget i think we used he used them against morty bennett last episode maybe and then this episode he used him against sam yeah is he a character in the comics that that's his thing i don't know i don't know, I, I don't know. um so that's i feel like at this point we know he's a bad guy so i feel like at this point it's not too much spoiler to look up who billy russo is in the comics um <laughs> but I'm, I'm, he's got to be somebody. They they almost always do that. With yeah, here here we go. Billy Russo, Earth six one six on the fandom dot com says uh, Billy Russo was a brutal assassin for the Magi family or Magi family, nicknamed the Butte. Uh, see, he's, they, he's so pretty. They, Punisher, I think, called him the Butte earlier. Oh, or called sure. him the Butte when he was in the in the in the um, in the barracks with him because of his good looks he was also a favorite assassin for the costa crime family um well sorry he was called the butte because of his looks and then he was also a favorite assassin of the costa family not because (laughs) of his good looks he was right okay um yeah after the execution style killings that inadvertently led to the death of frank castle's family russo was hired by bruno costa to assassinate another assassin who had failed to kill Frank Castle as well. Russo killed uh, killed all the targets, but Castle, 
who narrowly avoided him in an explosion. Hours later, Castle returned and tracked down Russo. All right, now it looks like we're making into things that might spoil. So, so yeah, it looks like he's an assassin character in the comics, but it looks like he's more of a crime, uh, like a uh, mob assassin and not a military assassin. So, because I, I don't know about in comics, I don't know if this whole how much the military was involved in Frank's story as much as it was with um uh in the in the Netflix series I'm not sure but I, t- I tend to avoid the spoilers from the comics just cuz I like to go into these stories fresh so yeah um but yeah so apparently he was it, I don't I don't see anything about arm knives but he may have used them <laughs> uh, it's funny uh, Assassin's Creed is a game that I think of associated with those arm knives in the Assassin's Creed game. Mm. So the fact that he's an assassin, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I've seen guys online that made their own ejecting knives out of their arms like that. Mm-mm. It just seems real dangerous. Like you can yeah, would, chop a hand. I would definitely get an artery. Yeah, same here. <laughs> all right, everybody. Um, that's, I think, all out all for us. We are the Marvel mm-hmm. Cinematic Universe Podcast. Uh, hit us up at mcucast.com, at mcucast on Twitter, facebook.com, slash mcucast, mcucast, at, <laughs> mcucast at gmail.com, or call us at 573-CAST-MCU. If you'd like to support the cast, hit us up at patreon.com, slash mcucast, where there's some cool rewards, and uh, we'll be getting uh, the first first uh, reward box out really soon, and we'll be getting... Um, are uh, some some commissioned episodes out really soon. As soon as this crazy Punisher week is over, we're gonna get to work on those. So we're looking forward to that. And uh, thank you guys so much for all your support. We love you. Thank you. Until next time, true believers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.